WTBRFM Pittsfield. Welcome to Ham on WTBR, the all-inclusive ham radio show for hams and non-hams alike. The part of the show contact us on www.facebook.com slash hamjamtv. Wednesday, and you know what that means. Oh my god. What? Anytime really? I hear it's Wednesday, and you know what that means, you know I'm gonna say it. Okay, wait. Alright, just just for you. I, I, I got something I, I got something just for you. Okay. Okay, just because you do this all the time. Okay. There you go. Just for you, the AEW theme. Well, it's true. You always say it's Wednesday. You know what that means. And that's the only thing that's in my head. <laughs> so, the, thank so you for, th- I think there. Jim Ross. <laughs> and Tony Khan. <laughs> Maybe we'll start opening up with the AEW theme. Oh, you're so, we are, we are in Studio B, where we usually do the Beatles show. Uh-huh. Jesse is here. Darlene is here. Woohoo. The whole gang Yay. is front and center today, and we got a bunch of stuff to do. But you brought you, you found something last night. But before you do that, so everybody knows the VE session that was scheduled for May twenty first is going to be canceled. Nobody wants to come out and play. Nobody wants to come out and play. So we're going to cancel that again, and and I, I don't know. We're, it's. I guess we're just going to wait till field day and see if we can get a crew together for field day. So, if any plans on being... I'm not holding my breath. If they didn't want to come out for the VE session, what makes you think that they want to come out for ham on? It's like nobody wants... Well, they won't come out for this. We're not doing this show from that. Nothing. We're not doing this show from field day. Well, I didn't mean it that way. I meant for the VE, VE session, you know, they didn't want to, like, do anything and, you know... So break, folks. You 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 found something last night because l- last week we were talking about Star Wars, and we close our show with with the Star Wars theme. But you found something yes. really really interesting that kind of ties Star Wars to ham radio. Yes, I did. Uh, last night I was doing a little research, uh, ham radio and pop culture, like I always do. See what's up with that. And I found this little tidbit. It's from Ben Burt, who is the um, the sound designer of the Star Wars films. Oh, uh, let me s- the mic stand. The mic stand that he was using to do sound engineering for, and to get the sounds for Star Wars and to do the mixing, was actually his grandfather's 
microphone and his grandfather was a ham around the 1950s so when ham radio so so what sounds time, are we, what sounds are we talking about um most of the like the radio commu- the radio communication sounds was all done by his grandfather's ham radio he actually set it up so that way it would transmit the sound like the breaking sounds the static um, half of the communications were actually hams talking to one another on the radios to make it sound like, to make it sound like, um, radio chatter in the background. When they, when it would, when the sound would go up and over. Like, if they were, I'm trying to think, they were at the Death Star and everything, and you heard all the communication off. That he was actually using his grandfather's ham radio for it. So, so here's some trivia for you. How did they produce the sound of the lightsabers? Uh, I'm trying to remember. What if it is something about a guitar? Oh. I think it was. No. What was it? They recorded an old TV tube firing up. Oh, really? And that became the sound of the lightsabers. Oh, wow, I didn't know that. So, see, we can connect Star Wars to yes. ham radio. So, this poses... Yes, yeah, so it was his grandfather's. Um, he's always been a ham enthusiast. His grandfather was a ham radio operator. Call sign was W8CD. And he was out of Columbus, Ohio, between the third, between the 1930s and the 60s. And he would listen to the sounds coming out of the receiver. And he would hear everybody go ahead and do it and say it and everything. And he thought it was awesome. And he pitched it to um, he pitched it to Lucas. And Lucas went ahead and said, sure, why not? Go ahead and use it. I was having a brain fart there for a second. I'm sorry, guys. I did not mean for it to go quiet for a minute. So, let me ask you a question. Okay. There's no sound in space. No. Because of the vacuum. Yes. So, all the laser shots and the things blowing up on these television shows would be silent. But is there, can there be radio communications in deep space? Um, I think so. I'm, I'm, I don't know. I mean, they send the sound to SETI, so I honestly have no idea. Radio waves, this is kind of weird, but radio waves can travel through the vacuum of space. Oh, really? So when you have, like back in, you know, in Star Wars or Battlestar yeah. Galactica, when they're actually talking to each other or you know the x-wings are talking to the base or the the viper craft are talking to the battle star they can actually do that radio waves can travel in space oh wow what about farts can farts travel i (laughs) want to know that (laughs) no no they cannot so on that note um students in Bellefontaine, Ohio, actually got to talk with astronauts. Ooh. Astronaut Kayla Barron, amateur radio call KI-5LAL, 
completed a successful scheduled ham radio contact on April 21st, 2022, with students from the Bellefontaine High School in Bellefontaine, Ohio, via amateur radio on the International Space Station. The radio contact was streamed on YouTube. The students were supported by members of the Champagne Logan Amateur Radio Club, Incorporated, WAF. W-A-F-T-V, an A-R-R-L-affiliated radio club, the school's STEM, Science, Technology, Engineering, and Math curriculum supports the newly formed Belfontaine High School Amateur Radio Club, W-8-B-C-S. Barron is currently serving as mission specialist on the NASA SpaceX Crew 3 mission to the ISS, which launched November 10, 2021. In the U.S., areas is supported by the ARRL, the National Association of Amateur Radio, AMSAT, the ISS International Lab, Space Station Explorers, Amateur Radio Digital Communications, and NASA Space Communications and Navigation Program. ARRL has information on schools and student groups interested in hosting a future amateur radio contact with a crew member on board the ISS. Oh, that's pretty awesome. So, and you can pick up the ISS. Speaking of the ISS, it's, this is something that hams can do and people with scanners can actually do too. Um, the radio frequencies, uh, the, the mode VAPRS, the worldwide APRS digipeter, which is the most common operating mode, the uplink is 145.825 megahertz FM. At 1200 BPS packet, their download is 145.825 megahertz FM, 1200 BPS packet. Mode U APRS, worldwide APRS digipeter, it's rarely used. The uplink is 437.550 FM. The downlink is 437.550 FM. Mode VV crew contact, regions 2 and 3. Um, which is rarely used, is the uplink is 144.490 FM, and the downlink is 145.800 FM. Mode VV crew contact region 1, which is us, which is rarely used, is the uplink at 145.200 FM, and the downlink is 145.800 FM. The mode VU for the FM voice repeater worldwide, the uplink is... 145.990, and the downlink is 437.800, all on FM. The mode SSST, SSTV imaging, which is an occasionally user, downlink is 145.800. So here you have a scanner and, and a fairly decent antenna. You can pick up the ISS when they come over, and there's all kinds of... Um, Plotting um. programs and, and software that you can get to plot DISS and see when it comes over, you can actually hear them. And we've heard we we we've heard a few of the school contacts. That's pretty cool. Uh, radio amateurs to participate in Mars inoperability ex exercise in May. Members of the military auxiliary radio system, Mars, and we have another story from Mash about Mars. Oh we'll yeah. We'll do yeah. that one later. Will conduct will conduct an HF skills exercise for Monday night, May second through Saturday, May seventh, to practice inoperability with the amateur radio community. A 60 meter high power broadcast will begin on May third at 0200 UTC, 
followed by the FEMA region that, that will continue for four more nights at 0200 UTC with the region net. At 1,200 local each day, May 3rd through 7th, Eastern, Central, Mountain, and Pacific, the net will be called by region Mars members will be reaching out to the amateur radio community via the 60 meters channel one net. These are directed nets. These nets will be run by region. These are not typical. Everyone check into the net operations. Amateur ops who participate should listen first. Net control will ask for stations meeting specific criteria to check in. Example, stations in a particular geographical area only. Stations that meet the criteria should check into the net. In addition to 60 meters, Mars stations will also reach out on amateur frequencies such as 80 meter traffic nets and other bands they may be able to reach thanks to Rob Hurd, N3HU, and Chief Army Mars, Paul English, WDA-DBY. So those are the, the amateur radio headlines. The local oh, news headlines, there's a lot of... There's, there's, do you, we, you have a lot of news today? Yep. You do? Okay. So let's, let's kind of do this. Let's go to the break, and then we'll come back, and you can do your news. So stick around. You're listening to Ham on and WTBR. Oh my god! Good luck keeping up with us. <laughs> Amateurs. 89.7 WTBR. Hello, my name is Sergeant Mark Madalena with the Pittsfield Police Department. As you know, decisions we make every day can affect us for the rest of our lives. What you may not realize is that you are 23% more likely to be involved in a collision while you are texting and driving. That means texting and driving makes you 23 times more likely to cause a crash. Every day in the United States, nine people are killed and more than a thousand are injured as a result of a crash caused by a distracted driver. Remember, put down the phone and arrive alive. Don't text and drive. This message is brought to you by the Pittsburgh Police Department in cooperation with WTBR-FM. WTBR-FM is listener-supported radio. That means we depend on your donations to keep the station on the air. All the local content and the music you love requires your support. You can make your donation today at WTBRFM.com by calling 445-4234 or stopping by our studio at 4 Federico Drive in Pittsfield. You'll be glad you did. Pittsfield Community Radio, for the love of radio. The Berkshire Coalition for Suicide Prevention recognizes that everyone has a role at saving lives. Through ongoing discussion and education, we may be able to recognize the warning signs and understand how to confidently address the subject of suicide in order to save lives. It takes just one person to offer hope and save a life. Contact the Berkshire Coalition for Suicide Prevention at berkshirecoalition.org for more information. Support for this public service announcement comes from Berkshire Community College and Park Square Productions. WTBR. We are currently experiencing technical difficulty. Please stand by while we look for the instruction manual. Long vehicles banned from Mount Greylock Roads. Yep. Um, members of the DCR told the Mount Greylock Authorities uh, Council that the most 
case of vehicles longer than uh, 22 feet will no longer be allowed to travel the roads to the summit. Uh, I think it's an overall, everyone will be pleased with the way that this turned out and it will fix a lot of problems for us. That's what Mark uh, Jasker, uh, Mount District Manager of the State Department of Conservation and Recreation said. Um, so basically, you can no longer go ahead and go up there with anything uh, bigger than uh, 22 feet long. Sorry. It's uh, in effect and uh, pretty much being told that uh, they no longer want this at the, um, the impact that the DDC is making the changes to the park throughout the Commonwealth that has uh, similar problems. So apparently we have uh, quite amount of uh, problems coming up for that area. So... There you are. I mean, it's a lot easier. Uh, there is um, tours and stuff with the tour buses. I guess they have to be at certain areas and things. Uh, the vehicles, uh, uh, vehicles longer than 22 feet will not be permitted. That means buses, trucks, and um, recreation. Uh, Recreational vehicles. Recreational vehicles. Well, we've been up there. You know how windy that road is. Made for uh, service areas. So, I mean, we've been up there, folks, and it is really treacherous. So, when we say that it's treacherous to get up there, you have to climb the summit very, very, very slowly at a slow pace. And, and, it's, and it's really, really... Oh, it, it windy, and there's like no guardrails or anything up yeah, there. The last thing you need to hear is that a long stretch limo or something because somebody wanted to go spend all the glorious money to go all the way up there in, in style. Right, who, who would spend money to take a limo up to the summit of the Greylock? Oh, uh, people surprised. with the money, you know, we gotta go show off. <coughs> you know, that's kind of silly. Anybody goes up there, if you go to the cafe that's up there. And you look to the left, you'll see this little pole that's to the left of the cafe. That's the repeater antennas for uh, Northern Berkshire Amateur Radio Club. Um, all five of their repeater antennas are up on that little pole up there. That's not a little pole. It is compared to that big tower that's next to it. That's not a little pole. It, it is quite, quite incredible when you get up there, folks. The breath, uh, the view is breathtaking, but uh, otherwise, uh, yeah, there is a quite, quite a, a great big, huge um, pole there, and that's the one for the hams. So, uh, do you uh, back to news? The U.S. Uh, news and World Report has released its late, uh, latest rank <coughs> list for high schools in the U.S. And inner additional states. And the Berkshire County schools are once again requests in, tho in those ranks. The three Berkshire County schools are in the top 
<coughs> high school for the three schools in the Berkshires made it in let's see we have oh sorry I'm having a little bit of a brain fart today we have Lenox Memorial Middle High School we have the Bart Charter Public School and Mount Greylock Regional High School they made the three best schools out of the top 50. That is not bad at all. So congratulations to those schools and the students and the principals and everyone. So apparently uh, somebody's doing something really, really good. So congratulations, guys. Um, let's see. A preliminary report came in Wednesday to the pol uh, Pittsfield Police, the shooting that killed a man last month. The report by the uh, force investigation team finds that there was a perceived intimate death threat and, sh and the shooting was justified. The shooting happened on March 25th on Anata Street. Miguel Estrella was shot and killed. Miguel Estrella was shot and killed. The report says he was visibly drunk, armed with a knife, and threatening a woman. It goes on to say Estrella was redirected, then redirected his attention to the officers on the scene. Officers Christopher Coffey and Nicholas, I'm going to butcher your last name, I'm sorry, sir, saw. Sandrini. They shot him. They shot him with taser, but that did not stop him. It says report says he approached them. They back. They backed up repeatedly for 120 feet before an officer Sandrini fired two rounds. Both officers are on administrative leave after the shooting, but are now on desk. Judy Asher's girlfriend spoke with News Channel 13 after shooting strongly, questioning officers' use of force. The Berkshire District Attorney is conducting an investigation into the shooting. Unless you have a microphone in front of your face, nobody's hearing you. Oh, sorry. This is not as the studio. We only have two sorry. microphones to work as with. But yeah, there's apparently they're still um, investigating everything, and they're still going, and there is a lot of plea out for it. But um, they have come back that they said that um, the officers are uh, still going through a bunch of things, and that the uh, Berkshire County is still uh, investigating. So apparently, it's going to be an up and go battle for quite a while. So I wish everyone Good news for egg lovers. Oh, I'm sorry. That is not funny. Light, lighten it up. I know, I know. Well, what you got? I know all you right. Got more. You, and you're I busy all week getting new stories yeah, for us. One more. And uh, this is a, uh, <laughs> apparently a fourth suspect was arrested in the New York connection with the murder of, I'm going to really butcher this one, <laughs> Raymond... Raymond de, la, Raymond de la Cruz Batista. There you go. God bless him. 
Guys are getting good at this. According to the announcement on uh, made on Twitter, the Berkshire District Attorney, Andrea Harrison. Here, you want to grab, grab that? I guess I'm going to grab this. Uh, let me see. According to an announcement made on Twitter from Berkshire District Attorney, Andrea Harrington, Binghamton, New, Binghamton, New York Police and U.S. Uh, Marshal Service arrested 40-year-old Anthony Robinson in Binghamton on a warrant obtained by Berkshire State by Berkshire State Police Detective Unit. Robinson was is charged with murder, kidnapping, and using a firearm during during a commi commission of a felony. Previously arrested and arraigned were Jamal Nicholson, Efrain Miller, and Timothy McFadden, who are all who all remain in custody. Hunters found 32-year-old De La Cruz Batista dead as a result of multiple gunshot wounds in the Pittsfield State Forest around 5 a.m. on December 4, 2021. Uh, the state police detectives unit investigation remains ongoing and please ask anybody with information to contact the state police detectives at 413-499-1112 or the uh, Pittsfield Police Department Detective Bureau at 413-448-9000. Thank you. Right, so do you want do you want to read the Civitan announcement? Uh, do I well, she can. Uh, we are going to we're going right, to do these more. now. Seems like we're quite full today. With we're news. full today. This one's a good one, folks. This is the Civitan uh, Club for the Berkshires. Uh, uh, these Civitan Service Squad stuff the bus. Stuff the truck. Okay, usually it's a bus, stuff. but they're going to stuff the truck. Okay, donation, to donate gently used clean blankets, towels, uh, no comforters, please. Uh, Non-ammonia uh, non cleaning supplies, paper towels, bleach, uh, d uh, dishes and laundry detergent, cat litter, and cat food. Any... Our pet food. I'm doing real good here. It went crazy. It kind of went bananas there. You're doing fine. Any dog food or flavored cat foods. Also very much needed is Purina One cat food. Purina uh, Pro Plan. Uh, pro, pro Plan. Sensitive skin and stomach dog food. So basically they need this. This is for Saturday, May 14, uh, 2022. Uh, this is at the Lansingboro. Lansingboro. Sorry. Lansingboro. Lansingboro. Farmer, uh, farmer's Market at the Berkshire Mall. It's uh, from 10 to 2 p.m. All donations um, benefit the... Eleanor, oh my goodness, so, 
Sonsornini, I'm guessing. Animal shelter. Just do the best you can with it. Humane Society and the Berkshire Humane Society. Uh, there you go. From noon to from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. They're doing the stuff to bus. So if you can help out our furry friends, please do and stop off at the uh, Lanesboro Farmers Market at the Berkshire Mall on that day and help stop the truck. Thank you, guys. And we have there's a rain date just in case. I think it's June 3rd. Um, we'll check with Janet on that, but if, if, if the, we have a rain date, just in case, you never know here in the Berkshires. All right, let's, uh, do we really want to do this? Do we really want to let her, do we really want to let her do this? Remember, email, e e send your emails to kd2jkv at gmail.com. <laughs> yeah, but then I'll be going, do you really want to hurt me, you know? But, um. Hello, Mary Poppins. And for Sunday, we're going to be 57 with 20% chance of rain from 9 to 17 miles an hour. So, you know, hey, what can I say, folks? We're going to lose the rain, but we're going to gather a little bit up on the wind. We, um, sorry, but uh, I'm only telling you what is written and given to me. No, it's not written and given to you. You write it down. So... <laughs> What's already there? I'm only telling you what's already there. Don't hang the messenger. I just reannounce it and tell weather, you. Weather provided to WTBRFM by the National Weather Service. Oh, excuse me. It's not me. So I don't know what else to talk about. We got 30 minutes. What else do we want to talk about? Uh, new fishes in Studio B. Oh, hold on a second. New fishes in Studio B. Yeah, Are they yeah, gonna get their little fishy licenses? We got, we got new fishies in the studio, B. They're kind of cute. Oh, I know what else we can talk about. We were watching MASH. Yeah, we were. And the episode is with... Uh, it, was the ball, it was the bowling, the, the bowling episode. episode. And Hawkeye had gotten news from... Um, one of the hospital from the hospitals in Portland, Maine, about his father going into surgery. And he couldn't get through. And he couldn't get through to to know to get the information. Because we were just talking about this earlier. And 
some some radio amateur radio. Yeah, he was using um the regular calls, and they said they're you're going to be transferred transferred over to Mars. And he goes Mars. Military, why why am I speaking to Mars? Military affiliate radio service. Yes, that's what um Winchester went in and told him was what Mars stood for, and he's like, oh okay, and one of the ham one of the ham operators in Portland went ahead and overheard that he was trying to get a hold of the hospital to talk to his father. He had heard it on the um on hand bands, I think and what he heard him talking to Well no, he'd listen to what what it sets up is you can listen to the Mars Yeah radio frequencies. Yeah. Because they're not up on the hand bands. They have their own set of, of oh, radio yeah. frequencies. But ham radio operators go up there and listen when they have you know, back in those days you know, you could scan the band and you could find this, and they had phone patches. Yeah. The older, the older hams who remember when we had phone patches on the on the repeaters and and phone patches that you had in your house that you could make phone calls through amateur radio with the with the cell phones now. Oh not wow, so that's much. pretty cool. But what he did was he got it got in contact with Hawkeye. Uh, yeah. Through the phone patch, oh, cool. and they would he would call into Mars and they f- f- frequency or whatever the phone lines blah 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 yeah and, and and got into the phone patch and made those calls. There's a lot of things. I mean, back in the fifties when when this was really truly an experimental hobby yeah, sure. with phone patches and this this other stuff. A lot of the episodes in Masters, quite a few episodes where Klinger's on the on the. Uh, Clinger's uh, trying to marry him, trying to marry his girl, and they're trying to go ahead and do the ceremony, and they go ahead and they get interrupted by some uh, woman ham operator going ahead and giving out her um, recipe for, I think it was a pot pie. <laughs> oh, no, 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 it was never, never fail shortbread. Cornbread. Klinger turned around and says, or, or no, it was Henry. He says he was trying to marry a soldier. In the middle of a war zone in Korea. In the middle of a war zone in Korea. And That's sick. Yeah, and she comes back. That's sick. And then there was, there was another time, I'm not quite sure if this goes in there, um, when the young... Um, Asian girl comes and wants to have the baby baptized. And they have oh, to go. Brisk. Yeah. Brisk. Yep. She wanted the breast done for the little bo- for the baby. And they had to go ahead and uh, do the, the uh, Essex was out. Right. And, and let, 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 let me, before you go any further, so yep. the episode of MASH, they, they had to find a Jewish chaplain to actually. Orthodox rabbi to actually say the words because Father Father Mokehi could do the bris but couldn't say the actual words. The only one they had was out on the USS Exus out on the ocean. So Klinger used the amateur to use their radio setup to talk to them. Go ahead. And so it was transmitted from the ship to Klinger, and Klinger went ahead and told Father what to say 
in Hebrew. Mm -hmm. And then the baby was uh, done with the uh, ceremony. And all she wanted was the baby to be baptized. And so she went through the whole entire um, area trying to get this poor little baby, and no one could understand what she wanted. And, and you know for a mass unit, which is Mobile Army Surgical Hospital, they were really radio-equipped for anything. Yeah, I know. Because they, if you they, go back to the early episodes... They had a really good setup. I mean, yeah, what? I'm serious. You go back to the early episodes... There you yeah, go. Go they, ahead. Yeah, when the bomb fell out and they, they turned around, they said that uh, they wanted to know... But th they ended up going to what? The Army... It was during the army. It was because because um, McLean Stevenson, who played Colonel Blake, yeah. was watching the Army Navy game, and the bomb dropped in the middle of the compound, and everybody was watching the Army Navy game. They were listening to it over the Armed um, Forces Radio. Armed Forces right. Radio, and they were wondering exactly what was going on, and everybody was telling everybody else what was going on. And everything, they were trying to figure out who it was. And come to find out when the bomb blew up, all it was was a propaganda bomb. Right, but then, but with the point the point you had to put out there that you didn't put out is that they had to radio yeah. or call. And this was, gets back to this thing was really set up. Yeah. Because they had to call, you know, they, they found out it was a naval bomb or whatever. But my point is, go back to the early episodes, right? You've got yes. radar who apparently knows CW. Which, early which didn't make a lot of sense. I mean, how in the world... Well, maybe he learned it from his uncle. They didn't well, explain. Well, Radar... Okay. Radar, when they went through the quick MOS for, for being there, they probably taught him part of his job as company clerk is to man the radios. But you yeah. notice how it transgressed through these 11 years of... The series we start with Radar, who you know if Henry or 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 Margaret or whoever wanted to send something, he get on the thing and started doing CW. Yeah, one one of them it was. But this this radio was so. I mean, he could. This had telegraph lines hooked up to it, so you could yeah. do CW. You had the PA hooked up to it. Yeah. You had a phone pad, a whole phone board. Hooked up because remember there's those episodes where you're, where they're pulling the plugs like the old phone operators yeah, back yeah. in the fifties, and, and and apparently there's phone patches. Apparently <laughs> on it, but, but do, yeah. have you ever seen an antenna in the air? No, you didn't. None of those was hooked up to the main office's tent post. But you see all all the exterior shots that they've done over the years, and this is the one problem with the show. You see all the exterior shots. Yes. Okay. You don't see one telegraph line. You don't see any antennas in the air. They had to had to have put up a tower. Yeah, that's true. To transmit. No, that's so, up to the water tower. What? Yeah, but then you'd see a cord going to the water tower. Even if we go back to Hogan's Heroes. Let's go back to Hogan's Heroes. Okay. They're, is this because you went ahead and saw the offer? No, 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 no. This has nothing to do with the offer. <laughs> I'm sorry. In a minute I heard Hogan's no, no, Heroes. No. I was thinking about this that. This has nothing to do with the offer. But if you go back to Hogan's Heroes, when Richard Dawson, I forget the character he played. 
Oh, Lieutenant. I forget his name. Lieutenant something or other. I his yeah. Name. But when Richard Dawson, he was the communications guy, he would um, do his Morris code. You'd see a shot of an antenna raising up. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. So it would make more sense. And then yeah. he would do it. But on MASH, with all the times they've ever used the radios... Or you, or or in Gary Burkhoff's case, Radar O'Reilly's case, use the CW paddles. Yeah. And all the external shots through eleven years of this show. Yeah. You never saw. Bag. Yeah, you the phone, the bag of phone, <laughs> which turned out how that's how. Remember the the early the or the early days of. Yeah. The bag cell of phones was bag of phone was one yeah. of the. <coughs> That's where they got that from. But you never saw a telegraph line. No. You never saw an antenna. No. So how, in reality, could you do all this stuff on the radio between sending telegrams, talking on the radio, um... And all the other stuff that they did. And not once were, was there an antenna. I, I have no idea. Honestly, I don't there know. Had to be, I don't know I, I there had to be an antenna somewhere. I understand it was a mobile army mobile army surgical hospital. Yeah. 4077 is based off the 40... No, it was based off the 8063rd. The 8063rd, the real mash in Korea. And not once did they think about antennas? Yeah, seriously. Unless they, unless you know, they had them, but they never wrote them in. Especially the episode them. where Cowboy takes uh, BJ. No, not BJ. no, 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 no. It's, uh, Henry. Blake Henry yeah, takes Blake. Henry hostage because he he thinks his old lady's cheating on him, and yeah. and Henry won't let them out. So they're and up they get in the, a CW telegram. Well, no, so, so they, get, they get a real telegram, but yeah. how do you talk to the chopper? You see the antennas on the chopper. If you look on the mash choppers, uh-huh. and you look underneath it, you see a little you thing see, like this. Yeah, the antennas. That's the antennas. And there's even an episode of MASH where it really didn't make sense. Huh. But there was one episode of MASH where BJ wants to go fishing. And they shoot the antenna. Yeah. And the chopper has to land. Yeah. Well, if you shoot the antenna, that has nothing to do with the actual chopper itself. You just knocked out the radio communications. I think that's why, because there's there's no way to put under communication. Right, but but the chopper, the chopper. If you watch the episode, because there was a problem. If you watch the episode, the chopper was acting like it actually got hit. Yeah, I know. But if you hit the antenna. That's the only time an antenna was ever show mentioned, or mentioned in the 11 years of the show. I, I have no idea. Just like on Last Man Standing, you know, we know that Tim Allen was an amateur radio operator, Mike Baxter. Yeah, Mike. And in all their shots, even though they only took a shot at the front door, but in all their exterior shots, they never had, they never said anything about the antennas. But no. we know that that was a working station. Yeah. Because the studio tweeted out 
when, when the people were actually up on top of the sound stage. Yeah. That they had to put the antenna. They put the antennas up on top of the sound stage. They couldn't raise them too high because, you know, their frequencies would probably interfere with what else with was recording. Yeah. What else was going over there at Sunset Hour Studios? But they they actually showed them putting the antennas up every season of of Last Man Standing, and yeah, even yeah. when they went to Fox after they got canceled from. Um, I forget where the network they got canceled from in the beginning, ABC or whatever it is. And they I went believe over, it was ABC. And yeah. they went over to Fox. They shot in the same studios, and you see them with the antennas. Yeah. The laying, you know, taking the antennas up and down at the beginning and end of every season. But going back to Mash, those radio, that radio room was it was a tiny little radio. wasn't that big of a radio. And it had, it could do all this stuff with phone patches and all that stuff in oh, there. Oh, I know. I mean, they, that was really, really some kind of, some kind of setup, but not once did they ever show an antenna. No, no, they didn't. Even when the fire and they had the, the two hour season or series finale. Oh, when they did the bug When they had the, the Malibu fire that they wrote into the show. Yeah, where they actually had to take everything down and they yeah, you never seem to you and a lot of times they bugged out before that and you know the final time you never see see an antenna and even when BJ or Alan Alda is getting on the chopper and BJ said I left you a message and as the chopper lifts off at the end at the end of the the show and it has a big goodbye and rocks yeah and they show you know a minute and a half or whatever of the chopper flying over what's left of the set. Yeah. Not, there's not even the hint of an antenna anywhere. No. Well, you'd think they would have to take it down and take it with them. Okay. Because, you know, per, you know, army, it's army, um, property. Is there equipment? Is there but, communication equipment? They would probably want it back. But all the times that you ever seen the show, were, seen the two or three tennis. times that they actually bugged out in the show, and you see them taking the tents down, they take yeah. the mess tent down, they took the hospital down. Yeah. Not once did anybody walk around with a whip in their hand. No. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, didn't mean to laugh. This sounds kind of. Uh... Now, yes, you, you could be right. They could have put it on top of the water tower. You're, you're, you're right with that. I'll give you that. But, however, there was an episode when the Manchurian winds came in that, they, that Margaret had some nurses working on top of the water tower, and the water tower collapsed. Yes. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was trying that, to think of where the heck they would have put it. I'm sorry. But, but, you would think. Have you ever seen the water? And that would be that would be a logical. There's only one time they've ever showed the water tower. Twice. One one episode they showed the water tower. Twice. Once once when Sophie had cholera. Right. That's what I'm going to talk about in a minute. What's the other one? The other the other one I think was the one you're talking about when they had high winds and the girl. But they actually showed the water tower then. The only episode they actually showed the water tower is when Sophie had colic, and you see BJ. Hooking the spigot up to the water tower. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Again, no no antennas anywhere. I don't know. But what did they do? They had to call 
Um, a vet. Yeah, they had. Yeah, they had BJ go ahead and call his father. Quapa. His father-in-law and Quapa to go ahead because he was a veterinarian and he knew what to do with Sophie. He's the one that recommended that they run the water to help Sophie with her call. Right, and and, and even and if, if you look when they do <laughs> when they do the announcements, you see the the speakers and you see the wire. Coming off the speakers, yeah. so they could do the PA system. Yeah. Not once have we seen an antenna. I Not once. But I mean, we, we we go through this. We we watch these shows, and it makes you think that how could they train? I mean, I know ham radio operators that watch these shows and CB radios operators that watch these shows thinking, how are you transmitting without an antenna? Where is your antenna? Your antenna can't be far from the it's radio the room. It's the honor system, man. The, the, ante- <laughs> the antenna can't be far from the from the from the radio shack. Yeah, I know. because of e- the loss. Even the uh, even the the uh, pony anime that I told you about, where they uh, where they actually animated a whole sequence of her setting up the antenna. You see the antenna. Yeah, I mean, okay. I'm like, what the heck? I mean, many people say it's perceived they have to have an antenna, but you've never seen it. All three or four times they bugged out on the show. I know. You've never seen it. It's All the times they got bombed because they're three miles from the front. You know, you got, you're diving underneath chairs and, and, and getting shot at and stuff. And not once did anybody say, they hit the, ant- they hit the radio antenna. But they went ahead and hit, hit, hit the dog on the uh, phone with radar holding it. <laughs> there you go, folks. <laughs> She's right, too. And, the phone, and, the and here's the thing is from during one of the bombings, radar was on the, was on the radio with Sparky. And went in and told him, no, Sparky, we want you to <coughs> aim for the left. The left. Right. And, and, and like Darlene was saying, the, you know the, that same episode. He's holding the re, he's holding the the phone, and the out bomb goes. And he's holding the phone out the window, and the and he blows the phone receiver up. But we never see him hit the antenna. Nope. And all the external shots. If you've been to the Malibu Ranch, and and people, when the show wasn't shooting, because the exteriors for Mash were shot on the Fox Ranch. Uh, yeah. In Malibu. Yeah. And you could, they would, when when MASH was in hiatus, they would run tours through there. Yeah. Because all the sets would still, all the external sets would still be up. Yeah. And I'm not, one, not one person noticed an antenna. No. I, I don't know what to tell you, man. Like I said, it's called the honor system. You go ahead and, and sit there and say, okay, yeah, sure, it's there. So watch MASH. with magic, people. <coughs> watch MASH. Here's a ho- homework project for everybody. Watch MASH. Watch the external shots, especially the opening. When they roll the opening credits and you see the chopper fly over the Fox Ranch for the show. See if you can find an antenna. I know. Um, I know there's one. I know there's one episode where I went ahead and used 
um, BJ and Hawkeye because he was getting interference, and he went in. He told told Hawkeye to grab a hold of grab a hold of the top of the transmitter, and BJ had to go ahead and hold hold her hand, and they had to hold her hands up so that way he could transmit. And he said, "Hey, tell," and they walk out. Because they got um, news, I think it was a, of a surgery or something. And Radar says, and goes, hello? Hello? Oh, hold on. My hold on. My antenna walked out on me. That's the only mention of an antenna. Which proved that they never... joke. Which proved that they never had an antenna outside. Yeah, so it was probably in like a little, little pole or something inside. Like a little pole or a little... Something like you have. Right, but... On the with, inside, with, like a dipole. With, with that, they couldn't transmit far. Yeah. So I have no idea. I'm My my little thing behind you transmits to... Yeah, the dipole. The, di the dipole I made transmits to Mount Greylock, 3,000 feet in the air. That's true. But, you know, you're talking, you know, if you, if you go through the, the, the series, it's set in South Korea. Yeah. In Panmunjom, yeah. three miles from the front lines. Yeah. Um, I don't think somebody ran out there and uh, put an antenna, ten, you know, 5,000 feet in the air on some mountain out there. Say, here we go, we'll use this. But it's just fine. Just, just for homework no purposes. Anybody that watches MASH, go watch the opening credits. Uh, Jap actually, Japan, one of their islands, they they had a radio, on, a big, huge radio antenna on one of their islands, so they might have transmitted, so they might have hit that to go ahead and transmit out to, like, Honolulu and stuff like that. Well, yeah, I can understand that. I mean, a big... So, if you want to go historical-wise, that might have been what they were hitting was that was a few of the radio and a few of the uh, okay. So even on antennas out there, even on but yeah, a little back of set antenna yep. to hit Japan. Then still be one. I think it's like a hundred miles off the Korean coast to hit Japan. But still, they still need. They still need a bit of power, man, yeah. to to get. That much. Yeah, that's true. But for homework, the, ho the homework for anybody but who wants to watch is watch the opening credits smash. Because mm -hmm. you'll see the chopper flying over and you see the entire Fox Ranch and, and the entire external sets. Yeah, see if you can find an antenna anywhere. <laughs> Good luck. And report back. And report back. We want to know. Inquiring minds want to know. The show that aired in 1977. <laughs> now you got people out going ahead. People going to be going to Hulu, going to MASH, going, let me see where's the stupid antenna he's talking about. I got to find it. They'll be there trying to find it now. What is this? You're making people do work? Yeah, it's homework. They have homework. Why um, not? Actually, it was a little bit more into, not 77, Go, you got to go to the earlier episode. It, it, the show premiered in 77. You wish. 75? 73? 73, I believe. It was on for 11 years. It went off in 81. So 1970. Oh, count. It went off in 1982, so it premiered in 1971. There you go, Skippy. What are you doing? She's making all kinds of faces. And I, don't, I don't care. 
do what you got to do. It, don't look at me. We, we, we only got a couple minutes left anyway. I think we can handle it. Yeah, we're fine. We have it. You we go, got this. We've got this. You go do what you have to do. <laughs> going to get a drink. Which you should have brought with her. All right. Uh, we only got a few minutes. So the VE session has been canceled. I'll put out an email for that. Cause Unfortunately. <laughs> I, we have tried so much, folks. To, to, you, you don't know how much we have tried. We have mentioned it until we're blue in the face. It's kind of... This like, is why nothing. Like, this is why nothing happens in Western Mass because you can't even get. You know, I've got twenty people on my VE list. I can't get three together to do a test. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's kind of heartbreaking, and we do have. We did have people that wanted to go ahead and do the test, but they have to go someplace else because we have to let them down again. I'm just going to point everybody to Glarg. And you know, no bark has a problem with with this. Is say, get people to get people to volunteer to do this. I yeah. this is the third time, <coughs> third time yeah. I tried to put this out. Third time, I had to cancel. Yeah, she's flashing three minute warning at me, which means we have about a minute. So, <laughs> <laughs> thank you. You're welcome. So we'll. Uh, so, I'm, not uh, playing, I'm not playing clock. West, I'm just West, being the Western one. Mass Traffic Net, um, 6 p.m. K1FFK and K1FFK R. Heavy hitters Traffic Net, 10 p.m. Monday through Friday on K1FFK and K1FFK R. If anybody wants to help out with the net, I need serious help and serious people. I need one. No, I know serious help. <laughs> doing this show every week, but Always. I, need, uh, I need people to, to seriously help out and jump in line and and do this thing. And behalf of uh, so get a hold of me, kd2jkv at gmail dot com. Behalf of Darlene, Jesse, and me, we are out of here, and we will see you next. Have a great day, week. folks. <laughs>